Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up eight and three quarters at 6.34 and a quarter. December corn up five cents at 5.41 and a quarter. We have May soybeans up 20 and a quarter at 15.17 and a half. November soybeans are up 13 and three quarters at 13.24. May Chicago wheat is up eight and a quarter at 6.81 and a half. May Kansas City wheat up eight cents at 6.38 and three quarters may spring wheat up nine and a half at 688 a couple of housekeeping notes there will there will be no video and no podcast tomorrow i'll be out of the office i'm actually fishing in the uh tennessee bass federation uh state tournament i was fortunate enough to qualify so i'm taking the day off to fish uh tomorrow and saturday I will be back on Monday. Uh, if you guys like this podcast, make sure you leave me a review. Um, any comments would be appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the videos. Uh, leave me any comments or questions uh, in the comments section on the YouTube videos. I've been responding to just about everything that that anybody's posted. So if you have questions or comments, any sort of observation, uh, feel free to uh, drop that in there. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for $49 a month, I offer a subscription service, which includes a whole bunch of stuff. My morning email goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. Um, that includes all my grain marketing recommendations, every overnight headline you need to be aware of. I've got a text message service, subscriber-only videos and content where I really start talking about uh, grain marketing, cash sales, capture and carry, option strategies, all that sort of stuff. This is a, a monthly subscription that can be canceled at any time. Uh, to get into some of the headlines this morning, let's start off with China. Uh, USDA's attache office in China raised its projection for the country's corn imports. Uh, there was some interesting stuff here. The new estimate of 28 million metric tons exceeds the official USDA projection by 4 million or about 17%. Um, keep in mind that China has already booked 23.3 million metric tons of corn from U.S. buyers alone. That does not include purchases from other destinations. It does not include anything that's currently marked as unknown that may ultimately be switched to China. So this is is certainly warranted, and, and the, the final number could be higher than 28, depending on shipments. Uh, the report attributed the increase to continued feed demand and a supply deficit that supports restocking of reserves. The report went on to indicate, and this, this is some of the most interesting stuff, the report went on to indicate that corn stocks have shifted in China from state reserves to commercially held stocks and that commercial stocks of corn in China are near 15-year highs. Uh, maybe the, the more interesting or an equally interesting thing here is that um, the USDA uh, office in China is is expecting 21-22 marketing year Chinese corn imports at 15 million metric tons, which means that they're expecting a sharp decline in Chinese corn imports next year uh, in the new crop marketing year, uh, which is very interesting. The the general idea here, I guess, is that China is going to rebuild corn stocks this year and then will not have to import uh, quite as much next year. Ethanol production was unchanged on the week. Weekly output 941,000 barrels per day. That was, again, unchanged on the week, down 10.3% versus the same week in 2019, which was our last like pre-COVID benchmark year. I think ethanol producers are having trouble uh, getting their hands on corn. Uh, that's a factor that's kept basis levels very strong. You know, basis levels at, at most of the big ethanol plants across the country are positive to the tune of 
10 cents to 25 or 30 cents per bushel, which is really phenomenal given how high the prices are. Ethanol prices continue to rally. Uh, ethanol futures have gained 9.4% this week. That's a huge move. Uh, they settled at 220 yesterday. That's the best close in the ethanol market since June of 2014. Uh, gasoline demand is very strong. It is now, as of last week, down only 3.2% versus the same week in 2019, which is really phenomenal. And this is not only important uh, to ethanol, but this is just important to the economy in general. I mean, we are getting back to normal in terms of gasoline usage, how much people are driving. Uh, this was the best weekly print for gasoline usage since uh, August. So we're like uh, we're at like summer type levels in terms of gasoline demand. And again, we're only, I think, 3.2% below the same week in 2019. So if 2019 was normal, uh, we are very close to normal here in terms of, of gasoline demand. And again, that has implications not just for ethanol, but for the broader economy, for the recovery, um, for uh, you know this, this COVID deal. We're trying to, to get out of this. We're trying to get people vaccinated, get people driving again. It looks like we're going in the right direction. Weather forecasts are wetter for the U.S. Corn Belt and Delta areas of Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, slated to see four to five inches of rain between today and May 2nd. Uh, a lot of this is going to get into the central and eastern Corn Belt, like Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, areas further east may see up to two inches of rain during that same time frame. Some of your western areas will be drier by comparison. Uh, warmer temperatures are coming into the, the country uh, early next week. The plains, the Corn Belt, just about everywhere else is going to be above normal in regard to temperatures by the middle part of next week. Southern Brazil remains very dry. There is, is really nothing in the forecast here for the next two weeks. Crop ratings in these southern states have fallen drastically amid late planting and building drought. Uh, this is part of what's driving this corn rally without a doubt. Uh, so traders uh, continue to monitor that situation. Fund traders continue to push length in the corn and soybean markets. It was estimated at yesterday's close that funds, fund traders were long 484,000 contracts of corn. That would be a record long by a long shot if uh, if realized. It was estimated that just over the last two days, funds bought more than 60,000 contracts of corn. That's not even including this morning's rally. So it appears to me as if large speculators are really flexing their muscles here in regard to the new position limits that uh, CME has afforded them. Uh, CME drastically increased the amount of contracts that large speculators can hold in their accounts recently. And that has enabled uh, funds to just really push the limit here in, in terms of uh, what they're able to hold. And honestly, this position has the potential to get a lot bigger, bigger than it is right now, potentially. So I think that, um, you know, I'm somebody that's, that's often talked about CFTC, the position of funds. Um, I think that this is kind of a change in the guard here. And we're going to have to kind of rethink slightly uh, the way that, that we measure fund positioning, uh, what's considered extreme, what's not. Uh, this is all kind of a work in progress here. USDA will release its weekly export sales report this morning at 730. Uh, old crop corn sales expected 300 to 800 soybeans. We're looking for maybe net cancellations, maybe as good as, as 250 positive wheat, uh, zero to 200 for old crop. Uh, May grain options expire tomorrow. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions. Cattle market was lower yesterday. We saw some cash cattle trade 119 to 120 outside of the Fed cattle exchange. Um, the outside markets here this morning, we've got the S&P down five. We've got the uh, Dow Jones down 22. Gold's down eight bucks. Silver down. U.S. dollars down just a little bit. Uh, bonds are about unchanged. Uh, crude oil's down 35 cents in the June WTI at 61 bucks even. Remember, guys, I'm out tomorrow, so I will talk to you on Monday. Everybody have a great weekend.